At dawn, Jesus appeared in the temple courts where all the people gathered around him, and he sat down to teach them. The teachers of the law and the Pharisees brought in a woman caught in adultery. They made her stand before the group and said to Jesus, Teacher, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. In the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. Now what do you say? They were using this question as a trap in order to have a basis for accusing him. Jesus bent down and started to write on the ground with his finger. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, Let any one of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. Again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. At this, those who heard began to go away one at a time, the older ones first, until only Jesus was left and the woman still standing there. Jesus straightened up and asked her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, sir, she said. Then neither do I condemn you, Jesus declared. Go now and leave your life of sin. That's John 8, 1 through 11. You know, there's a lot of stone throwing going on right now. From the original murder about a week ago to the current fallout, it's just been chaos. As I've been thinking about all the chaos, I tend to think about, you know, what's really going on here? I tend to focus on root causes. And, uh, you know, the root cause here is the same problem that's at the root of all evil and all of society's problems, and it's pride. It's the pride of all mankind. It's not a U.S. problem, although it's happening in the U.S. You know, it's not a white problem, a black problem, male, female, educated or uneducated, middle, upper, lower class problem. It's an everyone, everywhere problem. So, you know, you think about what's the root of racism? It's pride. And unless pride fades, racism will never go away. You know, we all saw it. One of the things so horrific about that video is the look of arrogance on the cop's face as he killed George Floyd. You know, pride's also the root of the violence and the looting and the stealing that we're seeing. And it's also the pride that looks down on the people that are doing those things. You know, in Matthew 7, we read, Do not judge or you will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, Let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there's a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. You know, that's the hard part is not judging. Not judging the, the cop that suffocated the life out of that man. Not judging the people that are looting your city. Think about that. The picture I kind of have in my mind is this white-collar, you know, New York banker, stock trader, investment broker up in a high-rise in New York. You know, he's stealing. He's doing insider trades, but yet he's looking down at the thieves on the street thinking like, oh, that's not me. It is. It's you, it's us, it's all of us. So, you know, some of the people you hear on the news and like the media that get it, they're saying, you know, in order to fix the problem, you have to fix yourself. And that's absolutely 100% true. Well, I've got nothing really to fix. Well, of course you do. That's the problem. Well, I've never looted a store. Well, have you ever stolen anything? Have you ever, you know, gone to a restaurant and ordered a water and then grab, put some soda in there? You know, maybe it's just a 50 cents, but it's all the same. None of it's okay. 
Anyone who's saying the brutality is okay on the streets, you know, whether it's the cops or the Antifa terrorists, it's not okay. It's not okay for anyone. And, you know, George Floyd's brother is calling this out as well. You know, it's also especially not okay for the actual people doing it. People don't really ever stop and think about that. Like, it's not just the business owner that's hurt. It's the actual person that's burning and stealing that's actually hurt. Because when you think about success in life, it has so much to do with how you feel about yourself. So when you wake up the next morning with a new pair of Nikes or some new Gucci bag that you didn't earn, how do you feel? You feel horrible. Deep down, you feel horrible. You know, if you beat someone or suffocate someone, you don't feel good the next day when you look in the mirror. You know, back to pride, it's also at the root of unforgiveness. So this cop who clearly murdered George Floyd, is anybody talking about forgiveness? You know, the business owners who were already hurting due to this, you know, economy shutting down, and now their business has been burned down or looted, like they have reason to be angry. Are they going to, where's the, where's the forgiveness there? You know, it's hard, but that, you know, humility and forgiveness is the only, the only path forward. One of the things I try to do is, you know, pray for humility every day. And I think, like, if there's one answer for our country, if everyone in our country woke up and prayed for humility every day, things would change. Guaranteed. Think about the arrogance we see in our political leaders. And then imagine Trump and Pelosi coming together every morning to sit down and pray for humility. It sounds ridiculous, right? It sounds insane. But that's the problem. Because that's actually the cure. Imagine, you know, business leaders looking for humility, entertainers, athletes. You know, it's all pretty simple, but it's, it's really hard. Like, the golden rule is very difficult. But it is the answer. You know, did that cop ever think that what it would be like if that was being done unto him? You know, would these rioters be happy after they finish their riots at night and return to the, their own car burning up or their own apartments being looted? Of course not. So, you know, this concept, is, it's the key to societal change, but it's, you know, something people rarely think about. You know, I think about how would I feel if I was discriminated against. You know, I've never experienced that, but it would feel horrible. You know, just watching this show, Man in the High Castle, on Amazon Prime, it's the premise is that the Nazis took over the East Coast and the Japanese took over the West Coast during World War II. And so you see, like, the, you know, the white, the white people entering the house through the side door, working as servants of the Japanese. Like, it, it seems crazy, but you have to imagine what, what that's like. You know, what needs to change, you know, the laws are on the books. If Abraham Lincoln, who fought a war over this, couldn't change things, if JFK, Reagan, the Clintons, the Bushes, the first black president, Obama, couldn't change any of this, Trump can't change it, and Biden won't change it, it's because you can't legislate change in the hearts of men. It's just impossible. You know, it's not a U.S. issue. This is a human issue. Every country on earth has racism, violence, and looting, and 
you know, I actually think that in the U.S., we're maybe the most healthy place we've ever been in terms of racism. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't know that if you watched, you know, the evening news. I think one of the big underlying issues in the mindset of these folks and just our society is, you know, we've moved away. I mean, we've moved to this kind of secular humanism where we're moving away from the truth that God has created every life. Every life is special. Every life is unique. Everyone has a purpose. We have souls. We're not animals. You know, we're created in the image of God. And God doesn't look down on us the way he looks down at turtles and birds. You know, he looks down at George Floyd being killed as his creation. But some people think we're here by random chance and random mutation. It's just not true. You know, people need to understand who they are. One of the things I'm personally going to start kind of thinking about in my own um, sort of identity is just recognizing every t- anytime I move away from my identity as an American. You know, I think so many American citizens have this identity problem where, you know, for myself, I'm not a white American, I'm not a straight American, I'm not a middle class American, I'm not a Republican or Democrat American. None of that stuff matters. I'm just an American. And Americans, you know, there are certain traits that we're known for. And one of the things is serving others. So, you know, I'm, I'm an American and I'm focused on serving others. And if you're not, you need to rethink things. You know, every, everyone listening to this will be in the dirt before you know it. Make sure that you're using your life to serve others. Try to focus on service every day. And if you're upset, go serve someone. It's a surefire way things are going to get better. Um, on the topic of the media, I think, you know, people on the fringes are dominating the media. So we think we're a country in a civil war and, you know, we're just, you keep hearing people say the country is burning down. It's not. We're more united than the media wants us to believe. You know, 99% of us look out of our windows and we see peace and we see neighbors that, you know, are somewhat nice people. We see diversity. We see diversity in our workplaces. We're, you know, we're actually not very far apart in terms of our like ideologies and our politics. And we're actually, I think, going to come out of this even more united. And any voice that's trying to divide us is going to be gone. A lot of them are in Washington. They're going to be gone. I hope so, because there's no place for it. I'm just going to close with a final thought, um, and that's just do the right thing no matter the consequence. If you see hate, do something. It doesn't matter the side. If you see an Antifa terrorist, do something. It's the only way to eliminate these crazies. If you know about a racist cop, say something. If that cop is killing someone on the side of the road, do what you can to save the life. You know, George Floyd should be alive today. We need to do the right thing no matter what.